Yes. Welcome to another episode of This Is 393 on 101.5 UMFM. The radio program of Studio 393, a satellite of graffiti art programming in Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada. We are a youth drop-in that focuses on the arts, dance, visual arts, rap recording, recording, podcasting, whatever you can name. We got it. Open 4 to 8 on Monday, 2 Fridays. So this is an interview with Drazus, Igdro, whatever you want to call him, Anishinaabe, MC, Plains Cree, uh, winner of a VM of an MTV a Video Music Award, gets into all sorts of stuff with our youth. Great interview. Like Winnipeg's a, a serious part of my my spiritual journey, man. My healing journey, if that, if that. But um, you know, Winnipeg can be. Obviously, you guys know this firsthand that it, 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 it can swallow you up, spit you out. You know, I got swallowed up by the system, and uh, I got released from um, Headingley in 2010 to this rehab place called uh, what's it called? BHF. You ever heard of it? Oh, yeah. Okay. So in the back there. There's a cultural side to it. You ever heard, you ever seen, you ever been there? Anybody ever been to BHF? So there's an, in the back, there's a cultural side to it run by this guy named Stone Bear, Mike Calder. He's a Anishinaabe elder. And um, in that darkness that led me to this place, I found some light. And um, this, this Anishinaabe elder started teaching me about who I really was, man. You know what I mean? He started teaching me songs. He taught me how to be a ska bay. Anybody know what a ska bay means? The helper, right? So basically, you're the, he taught me how to uh, prepare a sweat, how to uh, take care of the people in the sweat, how to pray for the people in the sweat, from top to bottom, including the songs too, original um, ceremonial songs from Anishinaabe. So he took a liking to me when I first, you know, got into that program. And back then, I used to wear like ice and gold, you know. I'd be, but with the heat bag, with, with the heat bag boys, man. You know, back then we used to be heavy. And he's like, look at his money, man, over here. He used to make fun of me, right? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, he used to make fun of me. And that was the first time I really seen that angle. Like, what, what, I'm not cool with my gold and my money? What, this is not cool? He's like, nah, that doesn't mean shit to me. How about this? He, start, he taught me how to make a drum. Um, he, he sang to me. And uh, I started sweating every day, you know, for about four months. I started, uh, he taught me how to grow grow vegetables in the garden, you know what I mean? I had never done that before. Um, taught me a lot of things, and one of those things was self-respect and also self-realization. And um, those songs, even though when I got released from that program, I went right back into the game for a bit, you know, hustling. I thought I was meant for that thing, man. You know, I thought I was, you know, Scarface, you know. I th- that's what I really thought. I thought I was meant for it because I was good, right? But I could have been that good if I landed in jail, man. You know what I mean? So. Um, those songs, they kind of just were implanted in me by, you know, by, by this elder. And they kind of stayed dormant for a while while I, while I went back into the street. And, you know, some crazy things in my, in my life happened. And uh, I found myself back with my people, man, in, during the I Don't Know More movement. Everybody heard of that? I Don't Know More? So I found myself at a, at a march, a rally in the mountains. And it was the first time where I was able to just jump in with my people 
and not feel like I can't dance powwow or I can't, you know what I mean? Because I was always separate from that traditional world, eh? that whole like powwow life. Like I wanted to be in that, but I didn't know how to be because my family wasn't that. So um, once I once I got out there, I walked with my people for once and I felt like no one's judging me here, man. I feel no one's trying to whoop my ass. No one's trying to plot on me. Everybody's just walking with their fist up side by side. And all of a sudden, those songs started coming back. You know what I mean? They started coming back. And then when I started getting rid of, like, different things, in that, like, different, like, uh, force fields, different energies I had stuck on me, I started getting rid of them, knowing that they were hindering my progress. You know what I mean? Like, hustling, I had to stop because of all the energy that comes with drugs. And you know, we can see it. All the energy, some shitty energy to be around. So I had to get rid of that. I had to get rid of using drugs myself. I used to do a lot of Yale, man, you know? I had to get rid of that. Um, I had to stop messing with so many females. That was the hardest one, for real. It was, it was hard, bro. And um, in order to find respect for myself, I had to stop disrespecting females you know what I mean and in order to find respect for my my lineage my people my matriarchs I had to find respect right here in front of me first you know what I mean and that's when the song started teaching me things when I really started to dive in to what Stone Bear was telling me back in the day so now every morning I wake up and I sing those songs to my son my baby boy every morning now when I fly out, sometimes my, my, my girl will send me videos and my boy, uh, uh, he's only 10 months, bro. You know what I mean? Boom, right off the top. I never had a dad growing up who taught me these things. So for me, I'm changing the code that was past generations, right? I've changed the code to where I'm not dis dis abandoning my kids. You know what I mean? Like my dad, his dad, so on and so on and so on. You know, my dad has 14 kids, bro. You know what I mean? I don't even know all my brothers and sisters. You know what I mean? So it's like, for me, boom, broke the chain, right? Now, beyond that, it's starting to grow wings. Woo! You know what I mean? That's when life really started to change for me, I really bro. looked up to your music. Oh, I really look up to your music and all the time, Idol No More and everything, and Red Winter, and, like, it really meant a lot to me because I grew up French Métis. I grew up in a... I grew up in a good home and everything else, but it was just like the streets of Winnipeg that took me under from keeping me from my town, from boxing and everything else. And that's why I'm starting to contribute back now to help people and to help the youth and all that to stay away. And I always use your music as a positive outlet. Like, just listen to this, man. There's, there's a better way of going about it because I don't really know my culture that deep yet. And I know I'm a OG Cree. And I, I grew up knowing that I'm Métis for starters because of my mom. So I always thought of myself as Métis, but I always felt at home, like being at, at powwows and everything else. And I really want to get into my culture even more. Like, where, like, do you know where I need to go for that to study more? Um, you, you know what's cool, what's, what's cool is that, like OG Cree, that's basically I'm, I'm basically Ojibwe. In Cree too, but like I said before, Nehiaw, Nehiaw means the people, and Anishinaabek means the pe the the Ojibwe people. Yeah. But um, man, you know what's really like 
sounds really simple, but is a start, and it's kind of ridiculous. Is Google, but be careful with the Googles. Obviously, you know that, right? Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, that's why I rather because, like, you know, hands on and ask the olders. Like, yeah, so that's that's what chance. it is. Yeah. Is the main source is the elders, bro. Yeah, that's the main source, and um, there's lots of elders who do like do work in the cities in different programs, like whether it be uh, drug alcohol programs or 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 um, um, I just fresh out of jail program. I don't know what do you call that, but halfway house programs, all that. T- what I was in, yeah. But I'm sure, like, um, you just look them up, man. You look them up. Yeah, um, I just got out a year and a half ago, and that 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 really put a, the foot you know where. And I just been like living right. positive ever since. And I just got away from all the toxicness. And Congrats, like I said, bro. like a lot of your music, like was motivation to me to really find myself. Uh, and that's why I really you, respect brother. you. I appreciate that, man. You know what's crazy is that those songs were also my own crutches. You know what I mean? It was like, it's not like I'm coming from a place where like, hey, this is how you do it. I've done it. Nah, man. It's like, let's go. We, we need your bodies to help us all out. You know what I mean? It's like we're all in this together because I still struggle. You know what I mean? I still struggle. I was just talking to my boy on the way down here. I still struggle with alcohol. You know what I mean? It's been two years since I drank, though. But I still struggle with it to where, like, damn. Man, last year, last week I was in L.A., bro, like doing a, doing a show in L.A. And then I was in Utah on a film set. And free everything. Free everything. I still struggle with that. But um, every time I think about who I really am, it becomes interesting to me. And it becomes like a, 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 almost like a treasure chest, a map or something like that takes you to some, I don't know, it's, it's a journey to me. And um, it opened a whole new book, you know what I mean? Yeah. So just strive to uh, find those elders, but also realize that you have a lot of teachings in yourself too, you know what I mean? If you learn to speak within. And I know I sound like a, like, I don't know. I don't know what I sound like right now, but I recently started meditating too, man. You know what I mean? And meditation um, brings me to a whole new level, clears my mind. You know, it gets rid of a lot of that anger. Because once in a while, I still feel like punching somebody out. I ain't going to lie, man. You know (laughs) know what I mean? Um, so, So they say like, they say that every um, six years you like change or become a whole new person. Uh, yeah, every seven years mm-hmm. you become a whole new person. I was just, uh, I was just wondering though. In that time before that seven years, uh, did you find that like when you were going sober, you'd go sober for like at least two years or three years, but then sometimes you'd feel like you'd fall back into the same patterns as you were before you went sober. You just kind of wonder like. Uh, what am I doing? Is anything ever going to change? Or even in seven years, do you feel like sometimes you still exhibit like little hints of like the same pattern? Like if you drop a bowl, you want to punch a wall or something? Or? Yeah, for sure, yeah. bro. Um, I, I'm still I'm still fresh off of that. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's only been two years. Yeah. And it's been about two and a half since I used hard drugs. Yeah. So it's like it's probably one of the hardest things that I never talk about every day. Yeah. In my life. Or 
because my whole life I drank from when I was 11 years old. I first had a wildcat and then I was drinking 40 ounces thinking I was cool, you know, for the rest of my life, basically. And um, for me, mm -hmm. the actual love for hip hop saved my life, bro. Not this like, not this shit that is out there right now and like is dominating mainstream. That's not like hip, the essence to me. That essence is like the taking the time to create, feeling the vibe and like listening to what it does, says to your body and like um, how it changes your frequency. You know what I mean? So like we're all operating on certain frequencies, you know? And when I was in that world, I was down here, man. You know what I mean? So everything that operates on this frequency, I was open to, you know what I mean? So, like, it was, I was leaving myself open to the sharks, you know, swimming down there. But, like, I found ways to naturally bring my frequency up. And one of those things was early on in my life, the one way I got confidence was taking myself away and putting myself in a room, in my room. I hide out in my room. Used to hide out with, with with a ghetto blaster that I stole from my grandma. My cook them, you know. I used to sit there. I don't, you guys, you know about a ghetto blaster, right? I'm, I'm just, I know you know about a ghetto blaster, <laughs> but uh, yeah. Um, so I used to like steal their tapes, man, their gospel tapes. I'm not not hating on any, not hating on religions or nothing that that kind of stuff here, but um, I used to tape over her gospel and country tapes. You know what I mean? Run DMC back then, like, you know what I mean? Ice Cube, man, America's Most Wanted. You know what I mean? That's what I was listening to, NWA, you know what I mean? And um, just listening to those vibes, like, brought me out of myself. So I have to continually bring myself out of myself every day in order to deal with all the shit that we, we deal with day to day, you know what I mean? So ways I do that, is it's different for me now in this stage of my life taking care of my family makes me feel like a man you know as opposed to going out and selling you know a 20 sack of rocks you know coming back 300 oh no nah, that doesn't do nothing for me no more now it's more important for me to take care of my family take care of myself i'm just only starting to come into now to realize what everything you put in it affects you what you eat affects you so like it's it's a it's a it's a crazy big world on the other side of things once you open it up, you know what I mean? And uh, I feed it with the, with, the, with the good people, being around good people. If they're shitty people, I just sidestep them. And no need to like bring, try bringing them down. Even people who try to hate on me. I'm like, I'm not gonna sit there and tussle with them anymore. I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm sorry you feel like that. I'm gonna move over here and continue getting it and opening up this path that I'm on, you know what I mean? Because it's been crazy lately, you know? I've been I've been seeing things that I never thought I would see in my life, you know. I was I was talking to my boy here. I used to drink like binge for five days, six days out here in Winnipeg. And um I'd be I'd go to him and I'd be like, Man, I feel like I feel like dying, man. I feel like I'm dead, man. I feel like I don't feel like shit. All the time. Every week, hitting that reset, reset, reset. But now I'm like feeding, feeding this, feeding this feeding the mic you know it's a it's a it's a matter of um you get what you put in bro 
you know and i'm seeing that firsthand now for sure all right all right all right um hi nice nice for you to get here so bro um from what i get from what you're saying you sound very enlightened you sound very spiritual mm-hmm. and it sounds like <laughs> you went from a very dark place to a very light place right now and you have like a different vibe that's what i'm getting from you yeah and you mentioned a few things like earlier as you were talking you said that you met this old guy and he taught you like how to dance how to sing how to yeah, drum he, yeah. yeah he taught me a lot about and culture he also ma- you also mentioned something about take my coat off here um someone teaching you stuff and finding your roots and trying to be part of your own people and you also mentioned it too i also have something very similar like a similar experience because of back in high school there was this club that this aboriginal guy came up with mm-hmm. it was a very very small club i don't know what tribe it was okay yeah so once in a while we actually did um bannock we actually like put some some kind of smoke in a clam and then we passed it around oh, and was, yeah smart yeah 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 we smudged. <laughs> yeah, I smudge yeah. every so, day, bro. Yeah, really? Yeah, I smudge yeah. every day. That's what he he did for his little club. Yeah. And I really like the idea because of it's a very amazing thing to connect with your roots and you know just know who you are and where you're from. And I have a suggestion that the government should have more acknowledgement of your background thank you and your background because of if it's not acknowledged by the government the movement of aboriginal awareness will be extremely slow and what i mean is that governments should go to high schools governments should go to junior highs and like make it almost mandatory because i i am familiar with your culture mm-hmm. and that it's actually amazing I, I used you. to hear a few songs from, like, back in high school. I no, I completely agree with that, bro. Um, I wish it was like that, too. Yeah. Because in all this digging that I've been doing, I, I realized that all of my whole family, like my grandmother, her cousins, my grandpa, his cousins, sisters, <coughs> my mom, my dad, my aunties, uncles, they all went to residential school, man. Yeah. I went to residential school. I went to the last one open in Canada. It's called Labrette Residential School, closed in '96. I wasn't there when the when when the the nuns and the priests were still there, but the energy was thick, and and the hazing rituals were still there. You know, I don't even want to get into all the stuff that I went through there, but um, I wish that the government was like that. You know, where where they actually, uh, you know, where they actually admitted to some things at least. For one thing, you know, I admit that the world that we live in is not, it's not a fair world. But um, beyond that, it's awesome to see now we have young leaders who are out there educating people through YouTube, through a show at the, you know, in the park, through this program, you know what I mean? Through... um, like well, I'm traveling around, you know. We got we got lots of people who who are coming into themselves and who they are as 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 people, 
and they're sharing that knowledge with the world. So even though I would love the government to step up and do take some more action, I think this next generation will do just that. You know what I mean? Because we can't sit around waiting. You know, we, 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 we got to, we all got to heal from this, what's been going on as a nation. You know what I mean? Anybody else? Uh, do you um do you got any uh, new music coming out dropping soon? Yeah, man, I got this album called Public Enemy coming out. Um, it's really heavily produced from my boys in Toronto, cause I um I spent some time in Toronto in 2015, 2016, kind of got my claws in there a little bit, and uh, you know I got man, I got some really talented producers on the album. It's cool, uh, my boy Pops. Um, most recently, he did um, J-Rock featuring J. Cole. It's out of sight, out of mind. Yeah, he did that. <laughs> so he produced a record called 100 Deep. On my, well, actually, he produced four records on my new one. And I'm actually doing a remix for 100 Deep. And I want some native MCs. Well, I'm, yeah, I got to say it. I want some native MCs on it. I'm not, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to like this. I'm not trying to like you know <laughs> cut out anybody, but I want to focus on on bringing that voice out. So, Hunter Deep, I'm gonna definitely uh, you know I might send uh, Ness a little something, something. We'll see. I'm not making any promises, but hopefully you know if you get that that call, you, you kill it. But anyways, um, Hunter Deep's coming out. The album Public Enemy's coming out. I had it ready two years ago, bro. I'm gonna tell you that right now. Wow. I had a, yeah. I like I mean I had the 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 the, the concept and the and the title, even the cover kind of ready to go, but I was still drinking then, bro. I was still partying, I was still wilding, you know, still acting on my anger. So like, in that time, I had a baby. I met my girl in L.A., and just so much happened. I had to be like, okay, I can't continue all this madness while drinking and waking up hungover every day, you know, and like hating my life for a few hours and then shaking it off. No, I have to just keep killing it, right? So, um, yeah, I was ready, but so I went back and listened to it. I'm like, this is not me. It's not me anymore. And it was only just a few months ago. But for me, it was like, I didn't want to put any of that energy onto the record for my own healing and for anybody else listening to it because for me it's now like i travel around so much talking to to young um indigenous kids to young kids in in the city centers of all different races so i, I want to make sure and put that good vibe out there you know what i mean so yeah that's coming up man i got i got some dope people on it too man oh that's awesome man. what's the feeling like for you after winning awards and shows like that knowing that you came from a past of alcohol and drugs what's the feeling like after you win these awards and stuff like that what's the feeling like that's you? a good question man because obviously it's a high man you know when when, <laughs> when yo bro i moved to la in 2017 because taboo from black eyed peas Taboo, yeah. Yeah, he hit me with a DM in my Instagram. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, now he wants to come back over here. Now he wants to come back over here. That's typical. 
No, no, it's all good. It's all. This what always happens in my schools when I start dropping names and like ah, but no. But he, yeah, he, he, he DM'd me in um, 2016, the end of 2016, after I got home from Standing Rock. Oh yeah. Because I went to Standing Rock for for a couple of weeks, just to, not as a rapper, just as myself, just to help out. Mm-hmm. I got home and then all of a sudden, boom, DM, and it says taboo. I'm like what? <laughs> I'm like, nah, this can't be real. So I did like, the little creeper thing. I was lurking around, you know, <laughs> well, looking for the blue dots. Everything, yeah. But, yo, I found them. They all connected. The dots connected. And I was like, damn, man, this this dude is this is real. This is Black Eyed Peas right here. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yo, I've been a fan of Warpath. I've been a, uh, I've been watching you for the past two years. And I'm like, what? I'm like, why don't you say something sooner, bro? <laughs> but he's like, yo, uh, you want to do a song for Staten Rock? And I'm like, yeah. crazy? Come on. Let's do it. You know? And... When I when I got the beat, I was like, "What am I gonna write on this song? I don't want to come off like I'm this like oil like fighter since day one, cause I you know I it, it didn't I wasn't always like that. I was like, "What am I gonna do?" And then right away, those teachings from Stone Bear came back. Let me share it with you. Oh yeah, we playing on it. The earth we camp on it in a sweat lot, singing the songs with grandfathers. Heat rocks all in the spot. We splash on them. Woo! <laughs> you know what I mean? And I'm like, and that was real. That was, that was real. That was so real. And I was, and even saying that to myself, like right now, myself is telling the old me, like, see, <laughs> see, you know. So there's this fight going on in me all the time. But, anyways, I was leading up to this. We did the song. He wanted me to get on a video. At the time, I went. I was in Alaska the first time in my life doing Alaska. a show. Yeah, okay. and he's like, "You have until tomorrow to get your stuff recorded on video, and or else, Alaska. or else we gotta like move on. Yeah. You still be on a song, but you won't be on a video." I'm like, "Oh man!" Like, got on the phone with my friends in Alaska. I'm like, "Who's got a camera? Who's got a camera?" It was like two in the morning, bro. <laughs> Three in the morning. We got the cam from my boy uh, Bishop Slice. Film me, sent it off. Boom. All of a sudden, a couple months later, Dries, you want to go to New York City? Damn. Woo! New York City. Woo! That was like, I still feel it. Because, yo, the first, the, first, the first ones I seen was Run DMC. You know what I mean? Yeah. The videos, seeing that skyline. Yeah. So when I went on that plane, I cried, bro. Like, not like, oh, but nothing, but like, you know, I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? For, for real, for real. And, and it was like madness because I was going to meet Taboo from the Black Eyed Peas. We formed a little mini group of indigenous MCs called Mag 7. So I was going to perform with them at the Skirball Ballroom in the NYU University, which is in Manhattan. So all of a sudden, we're staying in a hotel in Manhattan. I'm getting paid. I'm in New York City. That was like, whoa, you know? I did a, I did a show with my son, um, and he's real, like, he's super, like, vocal in, in that world, too. But um, it was just psh, one after another that year, 2017. And then I got another call. Yo, we got nominated for uh, MTV VMA. I'm like, how does that even happen? <laughs> MTV Video Music Award <coughs> last year. 2017. Yeah, yeah, I'm, that's, I was there, bro. I was there. <laughs> I was there. I was, 
I was there. I was there. I was wearing a, I was wearing a uh, like a, a tan colored hat. That was that was huge because um, it was the first time ever that uh, a submission was made not by a label. So every time that that those awards happen is by labels. But this time, they made a new category called Best Fight Against the System. And Best Fight Against the is, is a trip. I was like, it's dope as F, but I was like, yo. <laughs> Anyways, they, um, and then they scooped us from the internet, YouTube. Somebody, like a content curator or something, whatever, was like, we like that. You guys are nominated. Boom, nominated with Logic, Big Sean, Alessia Alessia Cara, and uh, where we're going, where we're going to the MTV VMAs in in Inglewood. So I remember that day. I remember that day we all met up at the Black IP Studio in Hollywood. So by this time I'd already been there a few times because I met Will I Am. I met all of them. I sat, I, I sat in the studio with them when they made this new album. That's out. <laughs> Still, yeah, it's, it's all good. Life, I know, it's amazing. <laughs> but yeah, so thank you, my brother. And um, I just want to tell this story because you asked how does it feel. Um, that morning, I didn't have shit to wear, like to the wards, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, suit? Nah, not suit. And I'm thinking, keep it 100 and like go like, like you know, just keep it 100 or what? <laughs> and then I'm like, yeah, okay, let's do that. But then I had no pants, man. Like no like fresh pants like they were like dirty and shit. I was like, excuse me, I don't mean to swear around, but um, so like yo, eight in the morning, the day of the awards, I left the hotel. We're staying in Hollywood. I'm looking around and it's Sunday in Hollywood, and you would never think you would see Hollywood completely dead, but it was completely dead. Everything closed. I'm like, what am I gonna do? I had to meet everybody at 10 a.m. I'm like, I don't want to wear these busted ass jeans. You know where I went? Target. Target. Basically, like hitting up the Walmart before the award show and getting like I got some ten dollar pants and then boom, and that that's between us. But um, <laughs> you know, yes. I hit the I, you know I was proud. Of, as, you know, it was the craziest day in my life. You know, uh, one of the craziest days because it keeps it keeps getting better. But that day, I remember jumping out of the big uh, VIP van we're in. Yep. I was rolling all the way from Hollywood. One of those sprinter vans, the, the Benz ones. Yeah, yeah, it was crazy. It was crazy. So I was with Tab, Superman, all these native MCs. And I was like, you know, snapping every moment, Instagramming every moment. And uh, we get there. First person I see is Khaled, DJ Khaled. And there's nobody in, like, no, no, no security blocking me. I could have went if I wanted to, you know what I mean? <laughs> but nothing. You know, and I was like, whoa, yo, I was like, Khaled, what's, and then his little baby, Assad, I was like, yo, Assad, what's up? <laughs> and then Tab's, Tab's like, yo, bro. You know, I'm like, okay, okay, okay. I see Kendrick. Huh? Oh, K-Dot, 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 K-Dot. And then his wife was like, who the fuck is this? <laughs> and then she looked at me, and I was like, oh, yeah. And then, and as soon as she looked at me, he looked at me, because he wanted to, you know? And then he just like gave me a quick little, I was like, oh! <laughs> so the whole day was like that, bro. You know? I seen, I seen Car Cardi B. I, I, I met Gucci Mane that day. I met so many people, you know? Yeah, he's, honestly, he was an asshole, bro. He was the one, he was the one guy. 
yo, and you know, coming from Winnipeg, like Winnipeg trap days, when I used to trap, boy. So Gucci, Gucci man was our guy, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that day when I was like, yo, Gucci, he's, I'm, we're like right here standing next to me. He's like, I'm like, damn, all right, all right, all right, all right. Yeah, yeah, we were. But um, it was cool because there was a lot of dope people out there. Like Lil Yachty was cool, man. Like out of all people, he's really cool guy. Man. He even said, shout out to all my Native American people, you know, like when I put him on the video and I was like, big up, big up, you know what I mean? You never know, like you just see what like the, the, the uh, TVs want to tell you, right? But um, the high. So after I feel these highs, what I used to do back in the day, go and keep them up with drink or like everything, right? To keep that high. And then I go all the way down. You know what I mean? Now it's a matter of catching myself at, the, at yeah, that high yeah. and being like, thank you. I'm grateful for this, man. I'm like shaking like I'm right now. And I'm so happy. And I'm so nervous. And I'm da 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 da. But I'm so grateful. And uh, that's, that's talking to myself. And as soon as I do that, all those little thoughts about, oh, hit the after party, da, 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 or look at that girl, da, da, da. it just starts zoning into what I got to do after this. You know what I mean? Because the words are just, they're nothing really, really like, that's not what you go after. That's not what I go after. It's that feeling of freedom. You know what I mean? And um, that feeling of winning that award that day, that was on my birthday, by the way, too. It was, um, I, I felt so free that day because I was this native kid from the prairies and I'm in LA. Bang, you know what I mean? For real. Okay. Anybody else wanna um, ask yours? What advice would you give to upcoming artists? Man, um, be very careful of your energy. Be mindful of your energy. Because once you're mindful of your own energy, then you can start to like see other people's energy clear, you know what I mean? And see which ones are good for you or not. And that's one of the toughest things is having the strength and the, uh, the strength really to stand on your own two feet and believe in your own path and your own dream, no matter what kind of energy is around you, you know what I mean? Cause there's gonna be tons and tons of energy that's gonna try to stop you, man. It's gonna be people talking shit. There's gonna be people saying they're gonna beat your ass. To, you know, not maybe not you, but like I'm, you know, yeah. personally, like I got people who threaten me on a daily, like especially now, cause they think like uh, my head grew like I got a big ass head already, but you know they think it like grew to this like you know, I'm like this giant or something. But if anything, I'm closer to the ground now. You know what I mean? So that's another part. Stay grounded, man. You know, don't let like a little show, a little $2,000 show or something like down the line. You say you get paid for like big for a show. Don't let it get to your head or like um, grateful. Be grateful. That's the main thing for me, because I think that changes a lot when you say thank you, even to yourself, you know, to others, to creator, to whoever your creator is. You know, I'm not I'm not like a priest anymore. You know, I'm not like a priest or nothing like that. You know, I, I you know I do a couple of things here and there, but um, just being real with yourself, and that's the hardest part, because sometimes it's like you gotta tell yourself, "Yo, 
I'm not pushing as hard as I can. Or I didn't do I could do better than that. You know, that's the re- that's the hardest part, but um once you establish that relationship with yourself, there's no stopping you. you know what I mean? Thank you. I just wanted to ask quickly, um, you have a line where you say, I think my mama made a magic and uh that was a line that that resonated with me uh a lot. I was wondering if you could briefly go into what you meant by that line. Um, when I said I think my mama made a magic, um, I think she put a little bit of spinach in yeah, my Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I used to, like, have this thing where I hated authority, man. And I used to disrespect people with authority over me, even my mom. Stealing out her purse. And I feel like a biggie. Now I feel like a biggie lyric. But um, it's finding that respect for where I came from, literally, my mom. Once I started to find that re- like wholehearted respect for her, everything started changing, man. And I started seeing everything that I'm seeing in this life is because of her, man. Mm. She's got to be magic in order yeah. for me to be going on MTV Awards and shit. Like yeah. that, you know what I mean? So it's just turning around and giving her props, man, because I, I gave her so much shit over the years and mm. caused so much problems, you know what I mean? worried her like crazy so it's just basically turn around and say hey mom i love you thank you for that energy you know what i mean dope all right yo just thanks for coming through um yeah everybody just say thanks sign off 101.5 much love much love umfm all right you just listened to an interview with dreesus look for his new album public enemy dropping soon now some snotty nose res kids featuring him. Skoden remix, followed by J23. Big chiefs in the building, homie, pipe down. Middle fingers up from my hometown. From underground chiefs to the braves to the briefs. Lucas got my back when it goes down. On the outside, I'm in a world peace. On the mouse in the palace inside, I'm a beast. Put a fist to the sky for the suit tribe. Middle fingers up to the pipeline. Shout out to the red skin bloodhounds. Holding down for the red camp right now. My people getting mauled, getting put on by the dogs, and we're still being cuffed like outlaws. Resurrecting the indigenous, black snake killers. We got every other village. They're fighting like gorillas And we're here to take the power from the Peter's legal maniacs Your voice is a weapon and it's powerful And it's spitting ammunition Coming out the shadow, no camo No Tar Heels here, no Merlanda steel Don't fuck with me, I got hands, bro I'm a standing rock, I stand They lose voice, I am We deploy the brains, we destroy the land About to take it all back, we them village boys Let's go Still we all gon' ride They don't enjoy us Making all of us better men Get ready for the war, just send us in All my people at the gate, gotta let them in Getting worse with the thirst, should be focusing I'ma hit them with my vision, cause I dream big Made peace with the tribes, I'm a team big Stay woke, to see what the dream is Bitch, we gon' score that Bitch, we gon' score that
a little K.I.D. I've been feeling like my D.A.D. Every time he's around the R.C.M.P. Man, I'm ready to fight cause it's been not me. Man, I guess the apple didn't fall far from the tree. When the goons were abused, they were thorough. I'm a snow goon, man. I bring the D like Richard Sherman in the L.O.B. Boom. Wanna talk about the who's who? You ain't got a blues clue. We don't fit the same shoes. Okay, old news. The land is all we got and we refuse to lose. So we finna go. Jordan 2-2. Talk about boo-foo. Buy us. Fuck you. We stand me standing rock in the lay low. Middle fingers to the sky like the bulls of Hide and We gon' start a picket line and we'll be safe till we die. Cypress Hill. Homie, let's be real. Okay, here's the deal. My shit ain't never stank. Give me thanks that the tank ain't never gon' spill. The message that I send, dog. It ain't really that hard to comprehend, dog. I'm screaming fuck you till my skin turn blue like Sonic the Hedgehog. at the legislature building and the parliament building here in Canada, we broke a spell of false dominance and control. The true custodians of Mother Earth. We, the tribal people, have standing, and it is up to the people to uphold justice. That means that the law enforcement and the military first responsibility protect the tribal people of this land. And we want to remind you, American and Canadian citizens, that you are still our guests here, and we are still your hosts. Should be dead, I'm guilty. Still surprised that the devil ain't killed me. In the end, who gonna be the last one? Stand saying, fuck them all, man. We'll see. As I ride to the top, you gonna wish that y'all motherfuckers killed me. But even if I'm dead, I'm alive, cause motherfucker, I still be guilty. For the one who should be dead, I'm guilty. Still surprised that the devil ain't killed me. In the end, who gonna be the last one? Stand saying, fuck them all, man. We'll see. As I rise to the top, you gonna wish that y'all motherfuckers killed me. But even if I'm dead, I'm alive, cause. Motherfucker, I still be guilty for the pain that I caused to myself Can't explain these fucking cars that were dealt Never had help So the demons come and dwell In the darkest corners of my mind I can let you go inside But what you're gonna find Is me going blind from the rage Coming from the beast That I locked up in a cage Now these fuckers gonna pay for hurting me Saying every most hated single word of me Now allow me to propose a toast For the way that we gonna end this Let me start by sending you Back to when I was pretending I could fly thinking I would never die Then I realized to my very own surprise I was hit with reality When my 
mama died, don't know how many fucking hours that I cried Felt so broken down inside, now I notice every slide This type of pain, you cannot hide, just gotta try To smile, it's a vibe through the bullshit Cause life let me with this focus Fearing that now to me seems pretty foolish I'm not one that you wanna fool with Cause I'm back up on my cruise shit Leaving all of these motherfuckers clueless As to who is the one to blame So just in case you wondering For the one who should be dead, I'm guilty Still surprised that the devil ain't killed me In the end, who gonna be the last one Stand saying fuck them all, man, we'll see As I rise to the top, you gonna wish That y'all motherfuckers killed me But even if I'm dead, I'm alive Cause motherfucker, I still be guilty For the one who should be dead, I'm guilty Still surprised that the devil ain't killed me In the end, who gonna be the last one Stand saying fuck them all, man, we'll see As I rise to the top, you gonna wish That y'all motherfuckers killed me But even if I'm dead, I'm alive Cause motherfucker, I still be guilty Guilty for my shame, guilty for the way that I believe in my life Seeking insight, can't get it right, please Can someone kill me tonight? Cause I'm losing this fight, losing my mind Can't see the light, cause I'm getting darker inside See, it's hard to decide with your demons beside you Ready to try you out for something different But you never listen, still he on a mission to Fuck up your vision, one day they caught me slipping Thought I was tripping, no way, it's the king of hell himself Yet yeah, I didn't scream for help, I sat and heard the lies He had to tell to see if I would sell my soul to him But I punched a fucking hole through him Told him never come into my home again To this day can't Touch me cause my heart's feel gold or thin But still For the one who should be dead I'm guilty Still surprised that the devil ain't killed me In the end who gonna be the last one Stand saying fuck them all man We'll see As I rise to the top you gonna wish that y'all motherfuckers killed me But even if I'm dead I'm alive cause Motherfucker I still be guilty For the one who should be dead I'm guilty Still surprised that the devil ain't killed me In the end who gonna be the last one Stand saying fuck them all man We'll see As I rise to the top you gonna Gonna wish that y'all motherfuckers killed me But even if I'm dead, I'm alive Cause motherfucker, I still be guilty